As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hello and welcome to a winning edition of the Warriors All-82 podcast. Marcus Thompson is here. This is probably going to be quick, swift, get right to it. Warriors beat the uh, Los Angeles Clippers 121-14. It's the Clippers, man. They almost, they almost slipped up there. Uh, they play them two more times in the next, like, I don't know, 10 days or so. Um, this was impressive in the sense of no Gary Payton, the second who's going to be out a while, no Chris Paul, who's going to be out a little bit of time, no Andrew Wiggins, who slammed his hand in a car door, uh, his ring finger on his right hand is hurt, uh, jammed, and he was out. Uh, again, I, that's supposed to be short-term. But, you know, those are three of their best players. And without them, they beat a Clippers team who blew out the Kings the night before. Now, the Clippers were not impressive at all to me. No. Uh, but Back-to-back, end of a long road trip, you know. But good, perf- like, focused performance by the Warriors. Clean, Steve Kerr called it a couple times. Seven turnovers, kept the fouls down. Uh, they just needed it, and they got it. It's They got it. It's a good win. Where they are, you can't... Turn your nose up at any win. It is, if there's an alarm, it's they cannot hold a lead. Like, they cannot turn a corner and put a team away, uh, which was is so weird. They uh, can't blow anybody up. No, they can't. Like, and, and maybe that's how it's going to be. Maybe, you know, it's just very clear. Like, Steph said it after the Sacramento Kings game. It was like, way, the way the roster's constructed, we need everybody, right? The way when so many people are not there. It's a little dicey, so. Well, what's interesting is it does feel like maybe more in years past, like, you know, you missed three guys tonight, and the rotation doesn't feel as thin as it might have been years past. Yeah, no where it does feel like, you know, anybody that does play has to, like, kind of play a certain role, and, and the, the top level of this team is not there. But, look, you ping away Wiggins, Peyton, and uh, Kaminga tonight, and it isn't Ty Jerome, Anthony Lamb, you know, Jermichael Green. It's Brandon Pajemski, more Moses Moody minutes, more Jonathan Kaminga minutes, and like they, you know, they've been trying to find these guys minutes. And that's why it kind of makes sense that they didn't have to like step on the gas, pull away from the Clippers thing. Like, because, you know, you got a lot of young guys out there. To me, grand total though, right? If that's concerning, like this is exactly what they need. They need these guys to play, and you, it wasn't ever going to be. 80 games for the big guys. You knew you were going to get 15 games from somebody. You know, uh, you know, Steph's time is going to come at some point. You know, 
But, like, they need these minutes. And you, you get to see what Pajemski can do. You know, I think he mentioned it. And then uh, Steph mentioned it, too. Like, he played 30 minutes. Like, he played 30 minutes tonight. Yeah. Like, that's big. Pajemski, he was, like, 31 minutes. And I was like, no. And I looked at the statue. I was like, she's 31. Yeah, Steph looked at, down at the statue. was like, woo, 30 minutes. Yeah. I, I, think that's, I think that's vital. And, you know, I wrote about this. But these guys are going to force them into some decisions, right? They're going to. They're going to force them to make some moves when everybody's healthy, which is a good problem to have, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Like, Pajemski on the court, so, you know, every Steve is just all about, hey, I need to feel good with you in the game. I know people are talking about Corey Joseph, why Corey Joseph in the game. You know why? Because Steve feels comfortable with Corey see, Joseph. By the there. way, uh, Steve Kerr not only has played Corey Joseph the last two games, he was tonight was like, did you see Corey oh, yeah. Joseph the last two games? He was games. like, he was like numbers, it was great. The numbers don't show it, but he was fantastic. <laughs> it's like, but, like, for Steve, it's a comfort level. And, like, I see it with Pajemski. You feel comfortable with him out there. Like, his defense, I mean, he drew a charge on James Harden 90 feet from the basket. Uh, yeah, he was he, talking about a post game because I asked him, like, have you always been a charge taker? He's like, yeah, you know, look, like the athleticism hasn't been there. So this is something he clearly, because this wasn't a tonight thing. Like, every time he's in the game, he's trying to take charges. Uh, he got called for a block on a Westbrook he, one. which He, he was, was outside the restricted area. Yeah, yeah. he was kind of like, but, you know, he'll really kind of go into detail on the plays. But with the Harden one, he was like, yeah, you know, picked him up full court, was getting in his head a little bit, poked at the ball, stabbed at it. Then, you know, he puts the shoulder in and I took it. It's like, I don't know. Like, the weird thing is, you know, when they draft him, draft night, we're here, right? It's like, all right, the shot, maybe if he can get it off. But, like, all the other stuff seems so kind of weird, right? It's still weird. Well, the shot? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I agree with you. But the other stuff is, like, so much more advanced than I would have ever imagined. Like, he's, like, kind of a defensive pest. Like, yeah. he is taking – like charges from James Harden, ninety feet from from the hoop. He's getting eight rebounds, which Draymond Green like specifically mentioned tonight. He has the play that Steve Kerr really notified. It was a minute left or something like that, and it's like a uh, inbound where the Clippers need a three, and he's like on Harden, and he navigates around a Paul George pick, and then there's another screen, and he perfectly switches on to Paul George with Moses Moody, uh, gets out, and like it, he does, he kind of blows up their action, and then it ends up in a turnover. And Kerr mentions it, and not only mentions it, but said, "That's why I'm gonna have to have him out there." And I'm gonna have to have him. He said that out loud. I was like, "Hey, in yeah." Late game situations. Now he wasn't saying like, I'm closing. Take away a three. Yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't saying. Some people might read it and like, "Oh, is he, he's now saying he's gonna close with." That's me? what he said. That's what he's saying. No, he was saying basically, he said, "Steph, sit your butt down. Brandon Pajemski's coming in." You know, fifth. You, you, okay, this is a good example. <laughs> Oklahoma City is down by three with one point two seconds left. You know, that's a theoretical situation where yeah. maybe a Chet Holmgren might need a three. Um, you won't have Chris Paul and Steph Curry in the game. You gonna put Pajemski in? Uh, I'm just saying. I could see in the future him just suddenly inserting Brandon. That's what he said on the podium tonight. Um, the other guy, though, who was. Did you hear Draymond's quote about it, though? Because no, he was asked, Shana Rubin from Bang asked, him, asked Draymond about that play, and he, and he had a long quote about Pajemski and how he, you know, Draymond, I saw it in the summertime. He was gonna, I was telling my friends he was going to be a rotation player. But then at the end, talking about that specific play, he said, rookies don't blow up plays, they fuck up plays, but he doesn't. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I was I'm, I'm just gonna put this in my piece. Uh, talk to Steph about it, you know, in the locker room after the game. Yeah, Steph's best way to explain it, he was just like, man, the dude just he always makes the right play. Uh, and the, you know, I think a part of the excitement about Brandon Pajemski is directly contrasted 
to the last first round pick there. <laughs> not the last one, the, the, the you know James Wiseman, right? So it's like you, they're not saying his name, but the jarring reality of like, man, this dude makes all the right plays. Man, he plays hard. Like he knows what he's doing. Like you can see that in them. But the way Steph explained it best, like he was like, man, you know what? He, he was basically like he would have been a perfect player at Davidson. Like he would have been great with Bob because I was like. That that's what Steph was like. You want to you want to understand how smart this guy is, how how he plays the right way. He would have been great for Davidson. Bob McKillop would have loved him on the court, but off the court, McKillop would have been. <laughs> he was just like, that's the best way Steph could explain. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. Tom like, Izzo might have liked him too. I mean, it's a lot of guys. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure he transferred out of Wisconsin. Uh, I mean, Illinois, right? Illinois, yeah, Illinois. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So Brad Underwood, former Oklahoma State coach, apparently didn't like. I'm just saying, Steph's best way to explain to how like smart this guy is how he could play he thought hey man he'd be a great Davidson player I was like Steph ain't been to Davidson and <laughs> he would have looked great in the Currys will Brandon uh, alright long term question for you will Brandon Pajemski be wearing be a Curry brand athlete within the next three years I don't think so I think he'll go a different direction okay he'll be I don't yeah. know just a guess um, but the other guy that was Pivotal tonight was Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah, yeah, I was actually about to go to him. Um, so one of the plays I will highlight. Cena uh, Cannon in the building. What's up? Coming on the pod. Oh, hey, why not? <laughs> uh, one of the plays I'm going to highlight uh, was, I mean, you mentioned it, but it's at the start of that Clay Thompson 10-point surge at the fourth. Kaminga caught a ball. First of all, he sprints to the corner. Yes. Catches the ball, and, I mean, he could have taken the 22-footer. He could have faded to the deep corner and, and had the three. It was like a dribble handoff, like a like a pretty smooth, you know, right in rhythm dribble handoff. Gets Clay going. Draymond probably exaggerated a little bit, but he said, he's like, you got him the 10. You All 10 of those points are on you because you got him the, the shot that got him going. But I just generally, like, it's a play Jonathan Kaminga doesn't usually make. And it was like he knew to make it. You know, like he caught that ball. He's like, "All right, I'm a jab, pivot, dribble, handoff, get Clay to three. He 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 knew what was gonna happen before he caught the ball, which I thought was very advanced. It was, you know, what it was almost like he went to Yale or something. I I talked to the, uh, or I mean, I I clipped it for you know, I'm, I'm writing my post game, so I clipped it and I've like rewound it, and, like looked at the be- the coaches as it's happening. They're all like, "Yes, <laughs> yes," and it's just like this is what they've been begging him to do. Zena, you uh, talk to him post game. I don't know any insight on all. Well, he said post game that he's always ready, right? And you, when you talk to Jonathan Kaminga, all he says is, "Yeah, no, I'm just ready." You know, he basically doesn't allude to the fact that he's growing and he's making these strides that we're like, seeing. Yeah, me. exactly. Yeah. He just like, yeah, this is me. This is me. But that's why I really appreciate Draymond Green calling that out because you know Draymond knows the game. And so he is able to say that move right there generated something for a teammate versus you just being like, oh, that was great. Like, keep it going, which Jonathan can attribute to like, yeah, I'm just good. Right. So being able to call out, no, 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 that is a difference maker in your game versus yeah, great game tonight. I like that. I think part of that is like, and they used to do it with pool when pool would like have a like box out. They'd be like, what, you know, Steve Kerr, what, that was the greatest box out of it because they wanted him to do it again. So they needed him to be recognized for it. So he'd be like, oh, like I don't just get recognized when I score twenty points when I play defense too. I think it's a little of that of like Kaminga. Like we we will call out when you do that because. You know, we need you to do that more often. I don't know, Zena. How much do you think the 
Moses Moody breakout game and sack motivated Jonathan Kaviga. Everybody forgot about him. Well, I mean, yeah, I would say I would say that there is. I don't know if it's purposeful or not, but because we keep talking about these third year leaps between Moody and Kaminga, they keep being the kind of dichotomy between the two of them, right? Just yeah, being able to alternating. say, alternating like who, the foil against each other, I think more so of like, who's doing a great job tonight, who's played better tonight. And the thing about what Moody always brings is hustle. You can't deny that he's always going to bring that. And I'm sure that Kaminga hears that. So he's like, I got to bring my A game too. And so he showed up. You know, another play he had tonight uh, was he had a play. It was late third. He had a post up that he got stripped on. Uh, and they kicked it up to Westbrook, and he sprinted back and deflected a pass that turned into a turnover. He, like, basically made up for it, and it's just like run the floor. Like, he's he's just running past everybody because he is faster than everybody, but sometimes you don't see it because sometimes he's jogging back. Like, you have a turnover, your head down. Daryl Rod, appreciate that. Best PR man in the game. Agreed. One of the things that, from watching Jonathan Kaminga in the G League to now, there is a sense of he needs to see the reward in order to consistently do it, right? That's was on some, something that he had earlier on in his career. And you're starting to see him be like, oh, no, this is just a part of the game. Let me go do it, regardless of this, this is benefiting me personally or not. And I like that maturation, I think, in his game. It helps when the shot falls. Yeah, you know what I mean? Hit his know? threes tonight. Hit his threes tonight, yeah. He, I mean, he... He feels better, right? He sprints the floor because he's like, just hit that three. You know, yeah. everybody gets a juice yeah. in the legs when that happens. Uh, what was it? He had he took the three. They wiped it away because oh, yeah, it was after shot clock. Then he, hit, then he got another one in, in a similar spot, not the same court, but in the corner, and he hit it. To me, I, I mean, to me, him and Moody, GP two. I mean, the 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 money on the table for this team, the area they can really really hurt teams is corner threes, and if he can do that, like. It, he doesn't do nothing else. I mean, he draws fouls, so that's good. But if he can hit the corner three, it's a game changer. It's everything. Because Steph is driving. You got to kick it. And, you know, Draymond, GP2. Eh, well, I mean, miss. you just mentioned his name a couple times. But uh, Gary's going to be out a while. Yeah. Yeah, I know they did the one-week evaluation. It's, you know, this is a a pretty significant you know, strain tears, same thing. Uh, that's what strains are. There's different grades, but uh, he's you know, and it's a grade. You know, I would strains, again. Don't don't quote me on this. Two is is what it kind of like. You know, which has a large range. In my understanding, you know, they do the reevaluation to kind of like because you don't know time. You know, timelines can kind of fluctuate. I do think for a week from out now they might know, but the reality is like. I think we're talking at least a month, you know, yeah. three at the weeks at the and low then, side and potentially a lot more. You got to add the Celebrini yeah. factor to it, too. Right? Yeah, the Celebrini factor. Always got to. Uh, Wiggins, as I mentioned, slams the finger in the card. I think that'll be short term. Paul will probably be short term. But I'm mostly mentioning this because, like, they're now they've lost their defensive ace off the bench. Kaminga mm. tonight, no fouls, which Steve Kerr mentioned. Guards Kawhi, guards Paul George. Like, he's got to be really good defensively for this team, I think, and then, which means they have to play him. But I'm more curious about – tonight was a great win, and the defense was great and on point. But I want to see Kaminga do that against the OKCs of the world, where the players are of his level of athleticism, are of – with his length, with his – bounce you know I think that when he goes up against and when these younger players go up against teams that have that springiness to their game they're more likely to foul 
because they, they, they match it, right? They match with that energy. So it's one thing to do that against Paul George and James Harden and, and Kawhi and all them, but, and Russell, even Russell, that does go in there looking for fouls. I want to see them do this against Portland and OKC. Hey, man, he has one good night. And Zena's like, yo, man, he did it against old people. It don't <laughs> even count. <laughs> but I, I really, I beyond mean, just, I mean, it's a good point, but beyond just that, point, it's like, it's it, but forget about, like, who he played tonight or who he just needs to do it for five straight games, yeah, ten straight games. Yeah. Like, regardless, opponent, like, just do it but they the next him. night. They yeah. need him against the OKCs. They need him against mm-hmm. Minnesota because they don't have the athletics. I think we're to the point, especially with this team, which, I mean, it's, like, really kind of mediocre at this point. Like, they just need him. Like, forget what team. Like, they need him. In general. They just, he needs, if they want to be good, they need Jonathan Kaminga to be good. He <laughs> needs to be a go-to the way that GP2 is a go-to. And I want to go back to your point about your the corner threes. It's wild how many games that you would finish looking at the sh- shot chart and there's no attempts even. Like not even that misses, but just no attempts. And when you think about a, a player like Stephen Curry and what he does in terms of dribble penetration or trying to at least, the fact that that is not an option for him is crazy. Yeah, baseline drive, baseline drive. Like it's like, it's, it, that's how teams torch yeah, them. That's, yeah. They kill them with it. Like they just don't, but I don't think, it's it's the three-pointer that the one is the one you should make. Mm. So it's a little bit more pressure packed, right? So I don't think I don't yeah. I don't think a lot of people want to take it. Get Kent Bazemore in the building. Kent Bazemore. Oh, you know who's uh, one of my favorite three, corner three point shooters? Yuta Watanabe. If they would have got him, that dude don't be missing, man. Gave him the two that two year minimum. Phoenix was throwing around. Got him Eric Gordon. Got him Watanabe. Got him a lot of guys. Uh, Clay Thompson scored twenty two. I think he finished with. Um, that's four four out of five. Out of five. I mean, it's quiet. But he's kind of like, you Somebody know. Was like, so I, I was like, hey, all right, Clay's roll. I've read your tweet. Like, all right, he's rolling. And somebody in the comments was like, geez, 43 million, the struggle to get 20. I was like, dang, man, can a brother just like, <laughs> can yeah. he just live a little? That's crazy. I was, People are ruthless. <laughs> They're ruthless. I mean, is it, I was killed the moment for I was like, all right, Clay, I'll see well, you. Well, what's right. interesting, I was, right. I was talking to somebody kind of around Clay today, um, and they're mentioning, you know, of course, and this is kind of the common talking point about Clay's struggles from people like you know defending him yeah. uh, is like he always starts slow, you know, like oh. this isn't this isn't a new thing. We all know that, but their point was like he usually has the one bust out yeah. game. The Chicago he made NBA record he had fourteen threes last year was Houston forty one points. Um, so you're kind of waiting on that to like jumpstart a season, but maybe it's not that. Maybe it is just hey, he's like quietly 20, yeah. scoring twenty kind of every night. Like it's I not. Think, but he's gotta be cool with that because to me, that's where it's like, all right, I hit the four tomorrow. He's like, here I come. I've been waiting to tell y'all that really like that that flex. He was like, yeah, man, I'm here now. Like to me, if he gets into this mind, yeah, man, just get a solid twenty. To me, what was good tonight was his defense, but also he's guarding. You know, well, what, old, what old she mentioned, what she, what she mentioned, is actually I think a lot more important for Clay because Clay can guard bigger, guard older, bigger. slower. Why yeah, hemmed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead, get your take off about old people. Go ahead. No, that is not what I was. Gonna say. <laughs> no, I, but I was. What I was going to say about Clay's game tonight that I think you're seeing his game evolve. Okay, so the first thing we're saying is like, great, he got twenty or plus, right? The next thing is he's getting twenty plus over four quarters. 
right? Because he's had a, a struggle to be able to be consistent. And when you look at what he did in the fourth quarter tonight, it's like, great. You can count on Clay at the end of the game to help you close it out. And I think that that's the next level is for him to do that consistently, scoring over four quarters. Big shots. You know, that fourth quarter was huge. Um, yeah. Um, Draymond's bat. You know, Draymond played well tonight. Two threes, defended well. And it's especially important because Looney is not looking good. So, like that, that big in a paint. Like, I mean, you know who was great tonight was Russ. Just because at first they were, they had it, they were trapping. You know, they don't have their point of attack defender, so they trap it. But that just puts all this emphasis on rotation and reads and all that. And Pajemski was good with it, too. But Draymond's back there playing quarterback. The only one who was hurting him was Russ was kind of sneaking around, doing a little interior passes. But watching Draymond kind of quarterback, cut this lane off, get back, like, you could see why he's so valuable. Like, that's what they need where – you know, Loon, Sarge, they just don't have the, the well, quickness to, to be able to cover all this ground. Yeah, for sure, defensively. I'd say the most notable substitution of the night was, you see how early they took Looney out in the third? You know, they were bad to start the third. After being bad to close the second, he got Looney out of there quick, went Sarge, spread the floor. That's a problem. Uh, I think, I'm not saying that like a permanent starting lineup change is coming, but I do think they're leaning more and more towards separating Draymond and Looney because... I don't know. It's too, we've had this conversation on this podcast over the last several years, like hundreds of times. And every time you think you can't pair those two together, they're closing a game six in a playoff series with Looney getting 95 well, rebounds. It's different in the playoffs, and I think that fits Looney. It's, it's slower, it's half court, right? Especially tight games, it's possession to possession. That you know the best players are on the court, so it's probably somebody big to bang with, and those rebounds mean more. In yeah. a play, they mean more. But I, I think the difficulty now is like we wouldn't know. Like if they took Looney out, who's starting? Sarge. Yeah. I think Sarge. I think yeah. just for just literally Sarge, for spreading the floor. Yeah. But if you start Sarge, he's also a good passer. Yeah. Oh, he, by like, the way, he's like one. Of, he might be like second best scorer. Any defensive issues though. Like, no, no, like but but honestly, but also, their like, offense is an issue. They're like they, it's about yeah, solving an offensive issue, and like that is the Looney Draymond problem is an offensive also, issue. You don't have a. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's a like you could start Kaminga, like you could start Moody. You might go to Pajemski. Yeah, you might go to Pajemski, <laughs> but also like, but if you start Sarge, who's your second string oh, in the yeah, center? You know what I'm saying? Because now if you Kaminga small ball, Looney Looney's your second string center. Yeah. Well, one thing Looney's I, your backup center behind Draymond. I think that the. The Warriors are going to have a very tough conversation around loyalty versus production. They aren't going to have. It's been. It's It's it's, been. It's, 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 you can borrow my line from the piece of that. Oh, no, I'm not. Resum- results over resumes. Man. Oh, yeah, yes. I love that. That was a really good line. Yes. I thought I was like, what? I didn't. You didn't say that. I, I don't oh, mean it. Oh, that's cold-blooded. No, no, no. But you absolutely did say. Bars, that's a good Hey, no one's ever sleeping on your bars, Marcus Thompson. Please. This is why you were nominated what? Nominated who? We don't speak of awards here. Here we go. Okay, got it. (laughs) We really don't. We don't. We don't. But the the thing about, like, looking at the Looney situation and him continuously being in the starting line, because he's had some really questionable games this year. This isn't – tonight wasn't the first. That he's had some questionable games. You see him playing 17 minutes or whatever, being pulled, being yanked, and Sharch has come in and – cleaned up what you said offensive and when you think about for me the Warriors when their offense is doing well I think that that translates to their defense more so than their defense translating to their offense so it is a good question about if you do start charge loyalty right loyalty to Iron Man Loon 
Well, the one thing is, like, Looney can take it. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. He hasn't, but he's the best. It's It'd be like, all right, for the 98th time, Steve, you right, no problem. Have this conversation. Yeah. He go, the clay one is Looney the, wouldn't even Looney would He wouldn't even have to say nothing Looney. He could just yeah, be like I, I can tell by how you walking over here What it is <laughs> I've seen that walk before But yeah. Here's the odd part if, if we just Fast Go back to October If we had said You're taking Looney out to start lineup There was one guy who was replacing him That's what it was all about Yeah Now he's not that guy Yeah you going to really put in somebody else And not that guy Not yeah, CP3 I mean this is how seasons are. This is yeah, how sports absolutely. are. I mean, stuff just materialized. I didn't think the season was going to be where it was. I certainly didn't think Pajemski was going to be getting 39 minutes one night and 31 minutes another. I didn't. I thought he was going to get 39 minutes one night. I just thought it would be a Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's true. Uh, it's just, I don't know. This is, I mean, it's a weird season. But these are what oh. seasons are. Yeah, I mean, so. it's just a wild thought to think, yeah, man, we're going to make a change in the start lineup. Hey, CP3, you, you stay where you at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but just a wild small, thing to think. But then yeah. you have to go small, and it's like every single thing that the Warriors struggled with this year against the teams that were long and bigger and athletic. And, yeah. and, athletic. and CP3 doesn't solve that, that, right? None of it. That's, yeah. that's, the pro- that's why I'm like, I don't think that makes sense. That's the only reason. But, but it also solves the offense problem. Sar- That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Sarge is a healthier, more durable auto porter. And no way, ooh. auto porter is way better defensively. Do you see what they're? Really I wouldn't say. Wh- I wouldn't. I agree, he's better. I wouldn't say. Like, let's not act like auto porter was out here blocking two shots and like you know. Be you know like, they're they're just like, hey, he's I, in here. Let's go. Let's I don't go disagree, but auto porter started the last. Three games of the Boston yeah. Finals because he stretched the floor against yeah. Rob Williams, you know, and and Al Horford. It's this is just a stretch of the floor question. They just they no no Steph question. and Clay Thompson, especially when Wiggins is is not even not just hitting shots, but when defenses suddenly are okay with him taking shots, they just need somebody out there that that scares the yeah, defense yeah, more. No so that's just what it no, is. You're right. You're right. I just wonder. Oh, that's some tough. It's a tough conversation shall be had. Tough conversations need to be had when yeah. when when the record is what it 10, is. Yeah, so 10, tough. Yeah. Trust me. The last year at this time it was different type of conversations. But when suddenly Anthony Lamb was playing, uh, you know, twenty minutes a night over over younger players, those were tough conversations. But guess, remember, it was just like we're three and seven. We need to win a game. That was the reasoning, and that's why Ty Jerome was playing because it's like they need to beat the Phoenix Suns tonight, and you know. I don't know. All right. Anything else intrigue y'all from the game? Yeah, or am I getting it? What else you got? I, I mean, I, I kind of joined mid-pod, so I don't know what you guys already covered. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to repeat. Yeah, I say she can repeat. I got nothing. Yeah, no. It was, uh, they play the Clippers again. Oh, oh Saturday. Uh, oh, yeah. 11 23 How was it? How was it for you? I mean, I don't know. I think there's a pin right here. I will say that I... Listen, She's getting all sad. I, listen, stop it. I'm a cancer. I'm emotional. But I thought it was really special that Dalton Johnson from NBC Sports Bay Area mentioned that they were in the locker room and that all three of them signed a jersey for the other. Oh, did they sign That's it? so they sweet. You know what, Marcus? No one needs this energy, okay? It was very sweet and sentimental and special. And I like what Draymond said in the post game because he's right. People, I mean, it was a little uh, morbid but people get their flowers often when they die 
but or they get their flowers after they stop playing right on the night that they get inducted to the hall of fame that's when people start saying shout out to you and what you did but for them to be doing that right now while they played i thought that was really special I was asked pregame like something like you know are you, you gonna like cover like eleven twenty three thirty nine like is it, like is it gonna be important? I said eleven twenty three and thirty better play well on eleven twenty three thirty nine. <laughs> that's that's the only way that it. Can you imagine if they lost tonight? Oh, like, I was gonna ask that question. Yeah. I that's been the thing that's been in my mind all night is like when they kept making those runs right at the top of the third or in the fourth. I was like, if they lose tonight, that is the worst stain on the legacy. Period. Period. We're celebrating your excellence. No, it won't. No, it won't no I mean, Nobody come on. Care. It would have felt, felt weird. Decades from now. No, I mean, my thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a... Manufacturer it was Exactly. I'm, I'm kind of cold-hearted, and, like, it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> this is, like, the 900th game me and Marcus have got. Like, we, 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 sure. we understand who these guys are. Sure. They... Trust me, when, you know, in Houston, when you win game six, you know, after yeah, Durant yeah, goes yeah, down yeah. or or Boston, just that whole Boston series, the Memphis series, like that is when like the greatness is, has sure, been sure. as tangible to me. This is, this is late November of NBA season. They, they improved to nine and yeah, ten tonight. Okay. I'm not I'm not no, sitting there about that. to glow poetic tonight. I'm just like. I was, like, hey, I was like, nice game by Kaminga tonight. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, the art is dope, but where's Brandon Pajipski? I need to yeah. talk to him. Like, it's, yeah. uh, it's a nice background. I like that. That's fair. But I, I think, the, if anything, the other fan bases would have been like, you lost on your 11-30-23 oh, night. They would have tore well, up the Warriors. Well, that's the internet. The Warriors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nothing could have been worse than the Sacramento game. So, you know, that was about as yeah, bad as I've bad. seen. That was real bad. All right, uh, at Clippers Saturday. Then they get, like, three days off in the Blazers at home. It's actually a nice little patch. I'll for be them. watching from Philadelphia, from the Illidale. Mm. Who you got? Nine, Niners, Eagles, who you got? I think the Niners are going to win, but I'm not. Road favorites. Not Seems like a surprise. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not solely on it. Like, I wouldn't put money on it, but I do think they're, I think they're the better team. What's the weather going to be? Uh, it's supposed to be rainy. Which, that's oh. that's Jalen Hurts weather. Just, uh, we don't know what kind of we don't know what that is for Brock. We seen him in a wet. The Cleveland game was a rainy game. He didn't throw the ball well. So. They better keep Hassan Reddick away from him. Oh, you think you think Hassan Reddick will be blocked by a tight end in this game? There's no way, buddy. Christian McCaffrey MVP game. Jalen Hurts is so good though. I, I, I in the rain to too. To, I never want to go. That dude is too good. You see him late in Buffalo in that rain. They did not want to tackle him. Want to tackle? Yeah, he's. That dude is that dude is nice. That dude is nice, but it's gonna be a good game. I'll be watching. Warriors will be off Sunday after a Saturday game. They're not going to the in season tournament in Vegas. So Alright. Appreciate y'all. And we'll talk Thanks later. For stopping by. Thanks for letting me crash, guys. Bye. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100 percent guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.